0: And we're live from Loveland High School and it's another battle in the Eastern Cincinnati Conference between the Loveland Tigers and the Wolves of West Claremont High School. It's military night here at LHS and the Tigers have special orange camo jerseys tonight that is predominantly orange with black and white shredded in, white numbers on the back and West Claremont in the white jerseys, navy numbers on front and back. The Tigers 0-5 in the first half of the 2019 Ohio high school football season West Claremont 1-4 and the Tigers 0-2 in ECC play West Claremont 1-1 after a very nice win at home last week against Walnut Hills 24-14 was the result for the Wolves Loveland on the other side they fell 42-13 to the Milford Eagles good crowd on tap again beautiful night for football It is the first day that it's not 90 some degrees. That broke a greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky streak. I think the hottest day before this week. You had to go back to 1919, you know, when the Reds were in the World Series with the Chicago White Sox. The giant flag which covered a lot of the field is being lifted off the turf. And Wes Claremont starts off from left to right, and Loveland from right to left. Thanks for joining us here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Lee W. Mallon, and tonight I'm joined by color commentator and producer Kyle Howard. Kyle, great to be up here once again. It's week six of high school football in the state of Ohio. The Loveland Tigers will kick away, and the Wolves again from left to right. That's heading northbound, if you like your directions. We're about ready to go. West Claremont broke a four-game losing streak last week. Loveland looking for the first win of 2019. It's a low kick and a return back at the 10 for West Claremont. And charging on through, getting his ankles pulled underneath the 35-yard line. That was Devon Boykin, the senior defensive back. He'll put West Claremont in a nice spot. They're going to mark it at the inside the 34 of the Wolves. And West Claremont takes over first at 10 to start off this contest here tonight. The sun is setting towards our eyes. There's a nice wind blowing north, northeast, possibly north, northwest. And the Wolves offense goes to work first. They'll be led by quarterback, senior quarterback, Dante Turner Jr. And this Wolves team loves to run.
1: Yeah, the so team is going to run the football a lot tonight. They, they don't like the pass much tonight. Uh, uh, something to keep an eye on tonight.
0: There's a handoff and bounces way through the Tigers defensive line. I believe that was Gage Bullock. Gage Bullock looks like he will get back to the original line of scrimmage. And it's going to be second down and ten for West Claremont with 11.38 and rolling to go. And our opening quarter here. And Coach of the Bulls is Nick Ayers. He's in his third year at WCHS, originally from Glen Estee. You might remember Glen Estee and Amelia. That's two high schools combining to form West Claremont. It's second down, and they spotted a little bit ahead. It's second down and nine now. As is Dante Turner Jr. looking back, and he'll hand it off to the solo back behind him and carrying it was Austin Fultz. He's a junior, listed as an inside linebacker. Good size on him, and he'll carry it past the 40, and knock down around the 42 for a pick up of seven. We'll call it third down and three for West Claremont at their own 42.
1: West Claremont this year on third downs, they're 17 of 60 here, so that's a a 28% mark there. Uh, Last week, six of 13 on third downs.
0: Wolves have ran for 536 yards coming to this game, only thrown for 148 as a team, so like Kyle and I mentioned, they will keep it on the ground, and they continue, however, there's a fumble past the 50, and Muthlin jumps on top of it, lost, out of the arms of Landon Reveal, senior offensive lineman, and Muthlin bounces on it. They've got great new position 30, for their 30, first offensive 30, possession. 30. 10.30 to go in our first quarter, no score. Loveland's first offensive possession starts now with junior Calvin Cloud. This Loveland team will air it out, they also run a little bit on the turf. Cloud comes in, 88 of 151 of the season, seven touchdowns and at least three interceptions for the junior QB. He'll start off with three wide receivers to the right, two on the near side. Ball to Cloud, quickly dives it towards the left and finds Bailey Jackson. And Jackson spun out of bounds. I think Jackson picks up the first down. He is spun out by Luke Menzel. He's a senior inside linebacker. He gets the last touch and here come the chains. That's a first down. Great start for Cloud and Company.
1: And defensively, too, to get that turnover. Both teams minus four in the turnover department. And tonight, Loveland getting ahead of that.
0: That's a first and 10 handoff to Cloud from Cloud, rather, and West Claremont snuffs it out for a loss of two. The ball spotted now at West Claremont's 45-yard line. And actually, a loss of one, says the chain gain. It's second down and 11 for the Tigers, the first run of the night. One pass, one run, 9.55, and rolling to go in the first quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. As Cloud back to the right, and here comes a flag. Play clock, I looked, it said 40. But the officials are going to call it legal procedure against Loughlin. And that marches them back five, making second down and 16.
1: Well, you really don't want to have any long situations tonight. As you can probably hear, it's a pretty windy night up tonight. It's going to be tough to throw out here with the wind conditions where they are. We're going to limit it down here to second and manageable and third and manageable tonight if you want to have a good shot.
0: Single back formation, two to the left, three to the right for Cloud. Sends Jackson in motion from left. And looking that way, chased by two Wolves, and he'll find Mason Moore. And that's gonna be third down now, as that pass slips away. At midfield, third down and 16 for Loveland. So after the first pass went for 10 yards to Bailey Jackson from Cloud, the Loveland Tigers have seemed to stall here in this drive. Back in midfield, they need to get to West Claremont's 35 for a first set of downs on third and 16. 9.36 to go in this first quarter. Incomplete pass as Jackson set up on the left. Back in motion again. Cloud gets the ball. Incoming Wolf and Cloud. Manages just a slip away from the incoming Wolf, but getting the last laugh is Gage Bullock. He is the one of the football players of the week, according to the Cincinnati Enquirer. And Melanie Laughman forced two sacks and one fumble in the win against Walnut Hills.
1: And here he is getting a big stop here. and forced a fourth and long situation here after the turnover offensively. They get a big stop defensively. They're going to get the ball right back now.
0: That sack by Juan Bullock. Is a loss of three yards on Cloud and the punting unit has to come out. And sending this one high into the nighttime sky is Ethan Lund and it's gonna bounce inside the West Claremont 20, past the 10 and rolling out of bounds around the four. I do believe that's the first punt inside the 20 for Ethan Lund on the season. Came in with 11 punts for 364 yards and that puts West Claremont inside their own 10, first and 10, 8.52 to go in the first quarter. No score, both teams couldn't really do much on their first possession. West Claremont turned it over after getting what would have been their first down, and Loveland, after getting their first down, they stalled a little bit, a couple losses and a penalty thrown in there, and that backs them up. Wolves come back out there, it's first and 10, and the ball is marked at their own eight. Bunched up formation. And it's a handoff, a bump down there. And continuing to stay on his feet. I believe that's Gage Bullock running the ball. And he will pick up, call that four. And a second down and six at the West Claremont 13-yard line.
1: And here West Claremont's taking another game plan. As we mentioned, they're gonna kick the ball on the ground. That's all they've done so far. And uh, got a ground turnover here in the last possession a fumble and some, something if um, if they can swoop in there and knock the ball of his hands I think it'd really give an extra level enough if they're able to do that
0: second down and six at West Claremont's 12 no score 8 13 and rolling to go in this first quarter it'll be a handoff from Turner and swallowed up inside the pile maybe a pickup of two and that's third down and about five just by West Claremont's 14 yard line early on, but some of these running backs I see from West Claremont, they like to keep running, they grind into the dirt, they just keep on pushing.
1: Now a third down and five, as you mentioned here. Uh, need to get out the field here for Love One. They possibly get yourself some really good field position on top of that.
0: Turner. Warming up his hands, and a low snap through his legs. He's back in his own two, and a pack of Tigers come in, and he slips away from the pile. He's still on his feet, and knocked down around West Claremont's five. The Loveland Tigers looked like they were almost sniffing for safety, but they managed to keep track of the senior quarterback, Dante Turner Jr. And so far, two defensive possessions, and Loveland's done a nice job snuffing out the run.
1: Yeah, what a break there for this West Claremont team there. They'd- the ball could have lost the ball around the two picked it back up then ran into the end zone that's something you never want to do because it's yeah ball pursuit after you and you're in your own goal line at the time so he's able to escape and get out of that but almost could have been more of a disaster here for the sports Cromont team
0: walker back to punt and he'll send one high caught by the wind heading back to the wolves 30 and it's going to bounce back loveland's way and swatted right around the 29 off the hands of Luke Mensel, and Loveland is sniffing the red zone of the Wolves on that punt and, and Kyle you mentioned it the wind playing a big part that's why West Claremont they're a run team already but that might be good for them because wind really doesn't affect the run that much
1: yeah, it doesn't and right here for Loveland here you get a turnover and you get a big defensive stop and now field position, field position, field position. You get the ball at the 29-yard line. You got to punch it in here and take it and really control this game.
0: First and 10 at West Claremont's 30 for Cloud and Company with three wide receivers stacked in an eye to the right, one checking in on the left in London. To Cloud, it's a handoff, and quickly snuffed out and spunning around is Howard Bingham. Howard Bingham right there and taking the three. Tiger running back down to the ground, and that's a loss of four and it's second down and about 15, ball spotted at the West Claremont 34. So the Wolves, we mentioned Loveland's done a nice job snuffing out the Wolves run. Wolves defense that time, that's a loss of five right there.
1: Already halfway through the first quarter as well. No score for either team. 6.05
0: 6.05 and the clock continues to tick. It's second down and 15 as Cloud, one back to his right and two wide right receivers on both sides of the formation. Cloud's got it, looks towards his left and spins in pass. He's got one Wolf in front trying to take it to the 30, past the 30 and swallowed up around the 27. I believe the last touch went to Luke Mensel. Already said his name a couple of times. Oh, Good Luke defensive Pencil. player getting in there. He's the last one to knock down Cloud. And Cloud picks up about seven on that rush. And Cloud's going to go with an empty back formation. Three to the right, two on the near side, on third down and nine. Spins it inside off a Wolf arm, and incomplete it goes. The closest tiger to the reflection would have been Bailey Jackson. And it becomes fourth down and nine with 5.25 to go in the first quarter, and the clock stopped. It looks like Cloud's staying out there since they are in Wolf's territory.
1: Yeah, you really want to punt you don't want to punt into the end zone here. So it's it's almost like a decent punt here, if you, even if you don't get the conversion. But really, want to come with points here. You had a first and tenth at 29 yard line of your opponent. You want to come with points of some sort here. You're gonna get the first down. Empty back
0: four receivers to the right, one in the near side, and Lund. Throwing to the right, Cloud to the end zone. Touchdown, Bailey Jackson from Calvin Cloud. And Loveland draws first blood. 6-0 Loveland, 5-19 to go in the first. On fourth and nine, it's to the right corner of the end zone where Jackson gets it from Cloud, and the Tigers draw first blood.
1: Yeah, I really don't think the Wolves were expecting a, a deep pass there. Bailey Jackson just snuck behind the coverage and was able to walk right into the end zone. He's will get five-yard separation.
0: Out there for the extra point is Logan Farnsworth on the season four or five on his extra point attempts. Farnsworth given the green light. Here's the snap, the placement, and a flag comes flying into the West Claremont 5. And it's gonna be false start against Loveland. False start on the extra point. Now pushing back a couple yards on the extra point attempt. 6-0 Loveland. great strike from Calvin Cloud going to the right corner, finding Bailey Jackson, the sophomore wide receiver. Gets it in right before he runs out of paint. Farnsworth again for his sixth extra point attempt on the season. Lines up as the snap comes in. It's placed, Farnsworth with the right boom. And it's good, Farnsworth one for one on extra point. And it's seven nothing, Loveland over West Claremont here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports with West Claremont trailing by seven.
1: Yeah, what a, what a big, nice bag of tricks out of it coming out of there on fourth and nine to really just kind of not give up here. You know, you had a good had a turnover and you didn't get points on the first drive here, but. Uh, didn't, certainly didn't want to get the ball to the 29-yard line, and not come with any points there. So they'd sneak behind the coverage, dip it down the right sideline, and able to slip in and get some points on the board here. And that's where you got to start tonight if you're leveling here. It's you know you're 0-5. You get a, this is your second to last home game in front of the military crowd tonight. You get a you get a home crowd and got to go in there and just punch them right in the mouth tonight. That's what they got to do, and that's what they've done so far. I, I, you know the stalled first drive, but they get the points here on the board, and after two good defensive stands.
0: Now the third defensive stands upcoming. And for West Claremont so far, one first down, but it was followed shortly with a turnover on a fumble. Loveland's defense has done a nice job so far snuffing out the Wolves' run. Again, Wolves coming in 536 yards on the season, five touchdowns compared to in the air, 148 yards for a touchdown. All the way back it is Gage Bullock at his 10 and stays on the far side of the field. He's past the 30, continues to march on, and he's shoved out of bounds around the 34 yard line. And it's first and 10 West Claremont and pretty good field position.
1: So now you see how the Wolves respond, find themselves down by it for the first time tonight. They've really been able to control the run game, which is good if you're able to have a lead and you know keep the game close. But if you fall behind, it's going it to become a challenge trying to get back into a game. So, Wolves want to think an early lead here and build on that. They'd it, be in a good shot to win tonight.
0: First and ten at their own 35-yard line. The Wolves bunch up with one right receiver to the left. As Turner hands it off, he'll give it to Zach Lacy that time, and Lacy he'll pick up about two. Stopped around his 37-yard line for second down and eight. Five minutes to go in our first quarter here as the clock continues to roll. The sun is setting, and that breeze was awfully cool.
1: Feels like a nice fall night, and it doesn't feel like the summer, uh, all the summer madness we've had in the last few weeks coming it, into it.
0: It's about time. It's about time. It's second down and eight. Wolves have the ball at their own 37-yard line. 7-0 Loveland as Cloud found Jackson in the end zone on fourth and nine. It's another handoff this time, it's up the middle, and that's a fresh set of downs as Ryan Brown, who had 146 yards and 37 carries to lead the Wolves running squad. He'll get knocked down around the 46 yard line. It's first and 10, West Claremont, and that time for West Claremont, hole broke up in the middle, and there went Brown. Ryan Brown, a senior running back for West Claremont. He'll pick up the first down and start off first and 10 at West Claremont's 46. Wolves trailing 7-0 to Loveland. Tigers defense on the field and this time a handoff for the incoming man in motion, Ryan Brown. and He stumbled out of bounds. He picked up about, I think the referee is saying about five. He thought he had Loveland territory underneath his cleats but it's (laughs) second down and we'll call that six at midfield.
1: Still using the ground and pound philosophy here, only down by a touchdown here, so they don't really need to stray from their game plan. Certainly can't afford any more slip-ups, so they want to cash in and score some points here this drive and match up Loveland.
0: West Claremont snapped a four-game losing streak to start off 2019 with a 24-14 win against Walnut Hills last week. They're looking to keep the momentum going. Hand-off to Zach Lacey, curling towards the left, to and over. Lacey picks up about and that's officially in Tiger country for a third down and five inside the 50-yard line in Loveland's territory. They're actually going to spot the ball at Loveland's 49-yard line. Third down and five, under three to go in this first quarter. Brown back out there. He'll set up. Behind the tight end, Dante Turner Jr. waiting for the ball, and it's a handoff up the middle, and that's going to be first down. Continuing to push his way forward, and tackled down at the 20. That is a long pickup. That's about 25 yards.
1: Ryan Brown just grabbing the team on his back. That's all. That's a level was trying to do. They're tackling too high. They're trying to almost jump on his back to make that tackle. But because of that, he gained another 10, 15 yards after the after he first made contact there.
0: That's first down for West Claremont, right at the edge of the red zone of the Tigers. 2.21 and rolling to go in this first quarter. Loveland, seven, West Claremont, zero. But the Wolves are knocking on the door. One right receiver checks in to the right. As Turner, under center, holds it on back and gives it to Lacey. Actually, it's an up the middle run and about a yard pickup for the Wolves that time for a second down and
2: nine. Wolves team,
0: once the legs hit the turf, they continue to grind out yards. Second down and nine, one forty-four and rolling to go in this first quarter, seven nothing Tigers. It was Cloud finding Jackson for the score, and Farnsworth converted the extra point. Wolves have it second and nine. One back behind the quarterback Turner. That is Austin Fultz. Now up the middle. It's Brown again. Brown past the 10. A fresh set of downs and shoved out of bounds around Loveland's three. Brian Brown in this offensive possession has really, like Kyle said, put the Wolves on his back. And that gives West Claremont first and goal at the Loveland four, they'll call it.
1: Ryan Brown had to run across the field as well. They're on the far side hash and ended up on the near side side sidelines and he had to run a lot to get that yardage and get him inside the first and goal situation now.
0: Brown pushed out of bounds. That stops the clock at 1.20 to go in the opening quarter. 7-0 Loveland, your score. Turner under center once again, a back, a receiver rather, checks in on the left side. It's a spin around handoff and quickly swallowed up. Looks like that was Austin Fultz. He's not down inside the five. Looks like he gets back to the line of scrimmage. He'll be second and goal now, back at West Bankett Loveland's four. West Claremont knocking with one minute to go in this first quarter. Trailing Loveland, seven nothing. Here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. That's a great crowd on hand, great environment. Tigers in the camo jerseys for a military night. One receiver to the left once again as Turner under center gets the ball and flings it on the left side for Zach Lacey. A flag flies in, Lacey is in the end zone. However, the refs did flow a yellow napkin and that's gonna be offensive holding on West Claremont and the touchdown gets off the board for now.
1: Yeah, Jake Rans bottom for West Claremont really just grabbed and took Jake Katsunas down to the ground with him. It's a, that was a very major hold, it right on the outside, so it's very obvious for the officials, it right where the ball was going.
0: It's gonna be second and goal now at Loveland's 14 yard line with 32 seconds left in the opening quarter and Loveland up 7-0. Big offensive holding keeping the Wolves off the scoreboard for now. As Turner brings his Wolfgang into action towards the ball. 16 seconds left on the play clock as the Wolves now take to the line. Turner back under center with his back behind him, Gage Bullock. Man in motion would be Lacey. It's a handoff inside looking for Brown and Loveland on top of Brian Brown that time. He lost a he lost two yards actually and it makes it third and goal at Loveland, 16. The clock will continue to tick with 16 seconds left in the opening quarter, seven nothing Loveland.
1: Austin Haas came in there to make the tackle in the backfield that time, the linebacker.
0: Looks like they'll stay on the field and won't run a play. We'll swap the sides of the gridiron. And it's seven-nothing Loveland after one here at Loveland High School. It's the Tigers from Cloud to Jackson. That's the only score on the board thus far, but Loveland back on the field for a third and goal now at the Tigers' 15.
1: That's kind of how it's been going here for West Claremont. They've been having chances and just a couple of bad plays will back them up and just put them in a long situation where they can't get themselves out of it. So here they're going to have a third and 15 coming out of the break in a second and that's really going to tell if they're to get back in this game here and uh, kind of even this one out. Loveland played a good first quarter there. a the team that's getting a, lot of, uh, getting a lot of credit here. It's a team that's 0-5 coming tonight. You'd certainly hang your head low and expect to lose tonight but they chose otherwise. They come out here tonight. They're uh, playing proud and uh, in front of a good crowd tonight. And out to seven nothing here in the first.
0: So lots of football to be played at West Claremont. They played well, but a turnover and that offensive holding call that's hurt a little bit. If you remember last week's broadcast against Milford, the Eagles, I think they left a lot of points off the board with all their offensive fouls and just not being able to take care of the ball cleanly enough. And that could spell disaster. But the Wolves have ran the ball. They got a third and goal at Loveland's 15 to start the second quarter. Here as so the wind picks up speed, it's a great crowd on hand. Love hearing the band out there, the north end of the stadium. He's Kyle Howard. I'm Lee W. Malin. Thanks for listening to us on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. As the Wolves have a third and goal, spotted at Loveland's 15-yard line. It's Turner, he'll go to the air, he'll roll towards the right, continues to pump fake. He's past the line of scrimmage, and he stays on his feet but knocked down. Knocked down by Loveland's Reese Hatfield. He gets the arms in and Turner unable to slip towards the left. That's fourth and goal, a pickup of, they'll call it one for Turner. Turner also can run on the field as well. 60 rushes coming in this game, 67 yards, two touchdowns. Here comes the field goal unit for West Claremont. They're led by Walker, who is one for one on the season in field goals. He made it for 27 yards. Uh, Walker the field goal. 7-0 Loveland, 11.52 to go. And the kick is up, and it's no good. Wide goes the kick, the goes win the win kick win and that's the first miss for Walker on field goals. This year also came in five for five on extra points, but that time it was not meant to happen. And Loveland takes over at their own 20-yard line. It'll be first and ten. Tigers, great defensive stand for the Tigers.
1: Absolutely, first and goal at the three-yard line. You're thinking, oh, oh, here we go. We're giving it right back now after we just go down the field and score a touchdown, but. No, they, st- they, st- they have to stay up to the task here. and Sure, they have the touchdown, but that was wiped away with the penalty. That's because of a hold that wouldn't have negated that penalty. So, had uh, a touchdown, excuse me. So, get the ball back. Nice defensive stand, and now they have the ball and have the lead.
0: Cloud, empty back, goes to the left, and almost intercepted. It bounced off the arm, I think. That might be Zach Lacy out there or possibly Devin Boykin, he's a defensive back so that makes sense, he got it off his arm, it bounced up and he could not locate where it bounced off to, therefore incomplete. It's second down and 10 at Loveland's 20. And again, empty back for Calvin Cloud. Three to the right, two to the left, roll to the light. now to the left, avoids, cannot avoid. pull down from West Claremont, Tyler Taktak, the junior defensive lineman, gets in and gets a hold of the backside of Cloud and sacks him for a loss of six. It's third along Sims Township mile to go. So the Wolves defense back out there and so far two good stops thus far. 15 and rolling to go in this first half. It's seven-nothing, Loveland, your score. Cloud, one back to his right, looking to the left, trying to roll, and he's knocked down. He's knocked down by West Claremont. He's knocked down by Kyle Sebalm. The junior gets a hold of him, and Loveland's punting unit will go back out there and kick it away. It would have been fourth and 20.
1: Tyler Tactac also in there in the tackle as well. That, Really in this drive here for Loveland. You gotta be really careful with the ball, getting really, make sure you get a clean snap here, clean hold, and a good punt away with the wind coming at you, so it's gonna be a challenge, but very important to get this one off cleanly as they're back in their own end zone punting now.
0: Boykin waiting the punt return around Loveland's 45. Punted in the end zone, heading towards the Tigers bench, and it will fall past the 20-yard line, and West Claremont they got great field position looking to tie this one up. It's 7-0 Loveland, 10-21 to go in the second quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Wolves really have to Remember that last drive, but then they have to have a member of a goldfish and just keep attacking forward. You might miss the field goal and might have had a touchdown wiped off the board because of an offensive holding, but you gotta go back to the game plan and go for it.
1: Well that kick had the leg just was off the mark here, and they're already almost in field goal range where they stand right now. So Wolves are thinking positive right now. They're, They're seeing a chance to go and score a touchdown, at least cut the deficit a little bit.
0: Ball spotted Loveland's 27, first and 10, West Claremont. 7 0 Loveland, 10 21 to go in the second. One receiver checks in on the right. And in motion, that's Brown. He gets the snap and swallowed up by Loveland's Austin Lodor. Lodor pounces on the back of Ryan Brown and brings him down for a loss of three for second down and 13.
1: Lodor the two way starter on this team here, the good tight end as well. Out here making nice tackles and bringing back the Wolves.
0: Ball spotted at Loveland's 30 yard line as West Claremont goes for the ball. 15 seconds left on the play clock. 9.49 and rolling to go in our second quarter. Loveland still leads, 7-0. Turner under center, drops it back, ready to throw. He's at his 35, spins it, into the end zone. Touchdown, West Claremont. Kyle Walker comes up with his second touchdown reception on the year. And that's 7-6, Loveland. There was only one receiver that got a touchdown. It was Kyle Walker, and Walker just pulled down his second one, 7-6, with a chance to tie it on an extra point for the Wolves. Walker will, after scoring that touchdown, he'll come in, look to tie it up at seven with this extra point. Walker's five of five on the year, just missed his first field goal of 2019. He's looking to tie things up with an extra point. There's a snap, the place, and the kick at the right foot. Up it goes, that's an extra point. And it's a 7-7 game with 9.34 to go in this second quarter. Here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, he's Kyle Howard, I'm Lee W. Mallon. The Wolves just tied up there, going to the air. You mentioned this Wolves team, you'll see them primarily run on the turf, but they can air it out when they absolutely need to. And for Turner, he throws his second touchdown of the year.
1: Well I think Loveland wasn't really expecting the pass there, they had their pass covers brought up a bit, expecting the run as it's what, uh, really what's Claremont's been doing all night is running the football and that's what they're best at, but uh had to drop back and pass and uh, throw a dandy down the end zone there, so it was a, obviously a good uh, conversion there in second and long and back to being a tie again here, so Loveland got to get the football back once they get back in front. Good response there by West Claremont.
0: They attacked when they needed to and they came away with points. It's something that West Claremont suffered through in that first quarter. And after missing a field goal, they get good field position and attack and find the end zone as the Tigers look to answer back. Held to a three and out. Their first touch in the second quarter. 7 7 your scores. The sun is setting over the lush woods, the area of Loveland. Nice orange colors, some pink, some purple. It's almost like a Bob Ross painting. West Claremont will kick it away. They're going right to left. Interesting way to put
1: it. Yeah, right. <laughs> very serene sky.
0: Very beautiful. Also a very chilly night. The first time that sweatshirts are required out here. The wind is making it feel quite nice the fall-like atmosphere, who would have thought in October? Walker hands up, hands down as he runs towards the ball at his own 40, and it's spun away, I believe that is Bailey Jackson for the return at his own five, past the 20, and held up by two Wolves, past the 22, and that's where Loveland starts for first and 10, 9.28 to go in the second quarter, 7-7 your score between West Claremont and Loveland.
1: Now the Tigers are going to get the ball back here, they have the 7-0 lead for a good portion of this game so far here, now they've got it back to being tight again, so had the benefit of having a short field to work with that time, now they're going to have a longer field to work with here, let's see how they respond.
0: Last possession, the Tigers lost yardage, made it all the way to 4th and 20 on the punt, and I believe the wind got a big chunk of that ball and just spun it out, that gave West Claremont excellent position. Single back to the right of Cloud on first and ten out of the shotgun. It's a running play and West Claremont snuffs it out quickly inside Loveland's 20 yard line. Those Wolves were expecting it. They were hungry for the run play and they pick up a loss of three to the Wolves defense. They get second down and 13 at Loveland's 20. 9-12 and rolling to go in this first half. Loveland seven, West Claremont seven. Great crowd on the other side. That's where the visitors sit tonight. The West Claremont Wolves. Again, a couple years back, you would have called them the Glen Esty Trojans or the Amelia Barons. Rolling towards his right is Cloud, and he finds Lake, who makes a sliding catch forward, and they're going to mark him down at the 32, and that's enough for a fresh set of downs. It's first and ten now. The Tigers are moving the ball forward. And he'll be spotted at the 33-yard line of the Tigers. Cloud empty back three to the left, two on the right side. Looking towards his left, 19 on the play clock, 8:40 to roll in this first half. And Cloud tries to barge his way forward, and that defensive line of West Claremont is not bulging. That's a loss of four, and that puts Loveland back at their own 30 on second down and 14. West Claremont's front, they've done a very nice job snuffing out those run plays. Cloud ran against Milford, pretty good chunk last week. This time West Claremont gets him for a loss of four that time. It'll be second down and 14, back at Loveland's 30. 7-7 game, 10 on the play clock, one back to the left of Cloud, one receiver checking in on the near side, and three to the left. Cloud rolls back a couple yards, chased by two Wolves up the middle and picked up at the 25-yard line. And that's gonna be a loss of five as Cloud continue to roll backwards, looking for an open target. And that's gonna be third down and a long Hamilton County mile to go. Loveland needs to get past their own 44 for a fresh set of downs.
1: Howard Bingham with the tackle there. He stepped up and made a hard hit. That backed him up.
0: Now third down and long. Cloud with a back to the right and a whistle. And a timeout taken by West Claremont. Timeout taken by the Wolves with 7.23 to go in this first half. Tigers seven, West Claremont seven here. A nicely packed house here at LHS. Wonderful facility. Wonderful people here. And it's been a treat to broadcast Loveland football this year here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. So the Wolves defense takes a timeout. Looking to stop the clock, possibly get the ball by midfield and have a shot at some more points for the first lead of the night.
1: That's a big opportunity here to cash in here and get some, Get a, really take advantage of this game here. Obviously down third and eighteen here. You don't want to make too many mistakes in your own territory, but really be big to get a third down conversion here, continue this drive and really get the keep the momentum on your side because you start seeing things start fading in the other direction. If you allow a touchdown, get the ball right back and good field push on top of that. West Court will be looking their chops.
0: Third down and long. Loveland needs to get back to their own 44 for a fresh set of downs. Cloud has returned. His far left man will be Ethan Lund. He'll send Bailey Jackson to the left side too. Two receivers check in on the right and a back to the right of Calvin Cloud. 7-7 your score, 7-23 to go in this first half here. To the hands of Cloud, here come a pack of Wolves on the left down the middle, close to the first down. Jackson with the completion, he's past midfield and he's tackled by Gage Bullock coming in. And Loveland not only gets the first down but they're in West Claremont country with 7.13 to go in this second quarter. The Tigers continue to roll forward. After that, Wolves timeout.
1: So huge conversion there in third long to be able to keep the drive alive here. You can, Easily put the ball back in your own territory and play it safe there. And The Wolves had the football back here, so they just scored a touchdown. But take a risk, throw it deep here, get the first down, and get the momentum back on their side.
0: Cloud goes with an empty back on first and 10 at West Claremont's 46. And cannot find a man in the middle. Open coverage for... That's Lodor and the ball bobbles off his hands, incomplete, make it second down and 10 at the Wolves 46.
1: Lodor usually the most sure handed receiver on this team as well, not common for him to make a drop like that and he's frustrated with himself.
0: So the Tigers try again, this time second and 10 at the Wolves 46, Lodor checks in to the left of the offensive line. Empty back again for Cloud and company. This time with four receivers lining up on the left, one on the near side. Cloud rolls towards his left. Here comes a Wolf, and down low. That's a catch around the foot. Nope, they're going to say incomplete. They say the ball hit the turf first, and that makes it third down and ten at West Claremont's 46. That time he was chased by Tyler. Tack, tack. He's already had a couple tackles tonight. That time very close to Cloud.
1: Tack, tack on the tackle. What's a tongue twister?
0: Now we'll have 3rd and 10 back at West Claremont's 46 with 19 on the play clock. 6.44 to go in the second quarter here. 7-7 your score, Loveland versus West Claremont. The Wolves 1-4, Loveland 0-5. Empty back once more, 3 to the left, 2 on the near side. Cloud gets the ball about the stomach level and throws it down around the 40. Incomplete. It went underneath the belly of Austin Lodor and bounced off him. The coverage on the one and one was covered by the Wolves' Zach Lacey. And it looks like the Wolves are going to, actually the Tigers are going to send out their punting unit. The Wolves will have their punt returner come back out, Devin Boykin. So two first downs on that drive for the Tigers. And a good place punt here to put West Claremont inside their own 20. I believe that's Lund ready for the punt on fourth and 10 back at West Claremont's 46. The punt is up, it travels long ways and it's Boykin with the catch around the chest and sprints out towards the right. He's past the 30, past the 40, past midfield and past the 40 again. He's got one Tiger in front, Boykin wrapped up and Boykin taken down at Loveland's 21 yard line. That is a punt return by West Claremont and Devin Boykin. But wait, there's a flag on the play.
1: Ethan Lund, the punter, made that tackle there at the end. If he doesn't come down with a tackle there, he's in the end zone. Well, it may come back anyway, but.
0: It is coming back. The flag was around the 29-yard line of West Claremont. I think Rick, the Loveland camera op for pointing that out. And that's going to push the Wolves back, back at their own 20.
1: Talk about field position here, that's uh, it's a good 50 yard field difference right there just in that penalty alone. That's it's gonna hurt any team there.
0: Both scoring plays happen to be in great field position for each team as it's 7-7 with 6.22 to go in this first half here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. As the Bulls now take it at their own 20 yard line first and 10. Both quarterbacks with a passing touchdown. Cloud found Jackson. Turner found Kyle Walker. Bunched up play with a receiver chicken in the right. It's a shovel pass and a reversal. And looking and caught. It is caught by Kyle Walker. Walker loses his defender and goes in the end zone. Touchdown West Claremont. That was thrown off the hands of Austin Fultz. It was a give to Fultz and a throw right around his 18 yard line finds Kyle Walker passed his defensive assignments and Walker just scored his second touchdown tonight via the air and his third on the season and it's 13-7 Wolves with 6-11 to go in this first half.
1: ADR touchdown reception here. We talked about not being able to throw the football. They proved us wrong tonight.
0: Back with the extra point after scoring his second receiving touchdown in the game goes Walker. He's one for one in the contest, and he puts the right foot onto it, and makes it two for two. 14 to seven, West Claremont. How about that play by the Wolves?
1: Two touchdowns, neither of them are on the ground tonight, they're both the walker.
0: 14 seven, West Claremont, 6.11 to go in the second quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. As Loveland has their first deficit of the night, 14 unanswered by the Navy in white and both of them into the hands of Kyle Walker. Walker came in, four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. He's already passed that tonight. Mentioned that last one was an 80-yard strike, not by Dante Turner Jr., but it was Turner, and he found Fultz, and Fultz found Walker for the score. A little trickery there by head coach Nick Ayers. He's in his third year at West Claremont, and he's originally from Glen Estee. That's a good football program back then. The Trojans at Glen Estee, the purple and white.
1: Beat my North, my Thunderbolts in the playoffs back when I was in seventh grade, so I can remember them very fondly.
0: <laughs> Ball spotted around the 40-yard line as Walker sent to kick it away. It's Jackson and Lake out there around their own seven and five-yard line, respectively.
1: I believe that game was 35 to seven, so it wasn't much of a contest either. It was. It was all Glenisti.
0: Walker set to blast it away as the sun has almost completely left the nighttime sky. It's back to Jackson and he'll pick it up at his five. Stumbled a little bit around his 15 and he'll be knocked down at the 19 yard line of the Tigers. And that's where Loveland sets up shop. Trailing 14 7 to West Claremont with 6.07 to go in the second quarter here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: About halfway through the second quarter here, and you start to see things turn the flavor of the Wolves. Bubbling around this game, though. They've had a 7-0 lead here, find themselves down 14-7, but quick answer here would wash all that momentum away that Westmoreland's kind of coming here and kind of grabbed away. The
0: last offensive possession, the Tigers did pick up two fresh set of downs, unable to convert past the West Claremont 46. Loveland gets back to work. Cloud and Company will set up shop with an empty back. Two receivers cash in on the right, three line up on the left, two flushed in with the O-line. Throw to the right, it's caught by Moore, Mason Moore, and he is quickly tackled down right around the 19-yard line. No gain, no loss on the play. We'll call it second down and 10 with 5.55 to go in this first half. 14-7 Wolves, your score. Mentioned the fans are excellent here tonight, but that grill, let me tell you, we've been smelling it since we got here at LHS. It smells fantastic.
1: I could go for a bite myself, that's for sure.
0: Second down and 10 at Loveland's own 20 yard line, 15 on the play clock. Three receivers bunched up to the right, one spaced out on the left. A back to the left of Cloud. They'll send a man in motion with five left on the clock. And Cloud rolls out, passes 15, airs it out to the left. One-on-one. West Claremont with the interception. I believe that's Tyler Sloan. Sloan with the interception at Loveland Zone 40. And West Claremont looking to add on to a seven-point lead.
1: He has one on one with Ethan Wand with Sloan there, and Sloan just took the ball out of his hands. He had to go way up to get that ball and came down with it. And here a big turnover here. Now the turnover is even at one apiece. It's a big turnover here because it's going to give. West Claremont the ball inside Loveland territory with the lead already.
0: He'll be spotted at the Tigers 42 yard line as Cloud. He looked like he was rushed there. He threw it, had some coverage. He wasn't in danger of getting sacked right off the bat. However, it looked like he just rushed it. But it's gonna be first and 10 West Claremont at Loveland's own 42, 14-7 WC is your score. Hand off to Brown, carries it with his left arm, past the 40, past the 35, bouncing off one of his men, past the 30, and pushed down from behind around the 20 yard line. And That's a fresh set of downs just like that on one play. That's Ryan Brown with 5.05. The clock stopped to move the chains to go in this second quarter. You kind of get the sensation that the Wolves have the momentum rolling with their side.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Austin Lodor actually caught him on the back end. If had he not done that, I think he Brown might have had the distance there as well. He, had a, he kind of cut inside there, had a shot to make the play, and just lost it there.
0: Brown also had a blocker in front of him. He bumped off him previously, and I think that's why Lodor was able to catch up with him. But the timeout's been called on the field. I believe Loveland took it to kind of rally the troops, saying, you're only down by seven, and trying to stall the West Claremont run game. Both scores by the Wolves have been through the air. And that's why the Wolves lead Loveland 14-7, 5.05 to go in our second quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. It's a fantastic night for football. It's week six. Can you believe it's week six already, Kyle?
1: Yeah, it's come by super quick here so far this year. Loveland try to get the win call tonight here, and uh, they would be even here with the Wolves tonight if they can do that. But they find themselves with the backs against the walls here defensively. They're up 14-7 are the Wolves, and they have the ball at the 20-yard line now.
0: First and 10, West Claremont at Loveland's 20, as Turner shovels it in front to the right for Bullock. Bullock cutting towards his right, still on his feet, past the five, diving, and he's short of the end zone. However, that's a fresh set of downs, and it'll be first and goal inside the three. Bullock with the sharp right curve staying on the far side of the field, and again continuing to use his legs Something that I've noticed that West Claremont's running backs are good at doing, even with some pressure or some touch. They still continue to push the ball forward. It's first and goal, spotted at the two of Loveland. 14-7 West Claremont, 4.48 in rolling to go in the first half. 10 on the play clock, handoff up the middle, and West Claremont wanting the touchdown, and it is a touchdown. West Claremont runs it in for the score. 20-7 Wolves. And just now,
1: took the ball and buried his head and dove forward. That's all they had to do there.
0: That's now 20 unanswered points for the Wolves in the white tonight. And Walker out there for the score. First score that did not involve Walker.
1: Yes, yeah, Dante Turner Jr. here the dives in the time.
0: Turner Jr. with his third rushing touchdown on the season. And Walker 2 for 2 in the night with extra points. Right foot connect and up. It goes. That's an extra point. Three for three goes Walker, and it's 21-7, to West Claremont. 21 unanswered by the Wolves with 432 to play in our first half.
1: Well, in about a minute and a half here, two scores here, and this thing's kind of shifted in the favor of West Claremont. So now you've gone from having the lead in the first quarter and really having the momentum on your side. Now you've got to play from behind here if you're Loveland. loved one. You don't want to fall too far behind before the half here. Just going to need a quick response here to get themselves back in it.
0: Loveland had the lone points in the first quarter, but West Claremont has all 21 points in this quarter. There's still 432 to play in this first half here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. And the Wolves set to kick it away. So after that field goal went wide, West Claremont has answered for 21 straight against the Tigers. And Loveland's Lake and Jackson back out to... Return this kick from Walker. Walker three for three on the night and extra points. Makes them eight for eight on the season. West Claremont looking for their second straight win. They had an impressive 24-14 win at home against Walnut Hills. Looking to take this one from Loveland. There's the kick, very quick. And it's Jackson at his own three. Rolls on the left side, stops past the 15. And he swallowed up around the 17-yard line. That's where the Tigers start up on first and 10.
1: It's four and a half minutes left to go in the half here. You got a chance to get some points on the board here and erase this deficit. It's now down, down to two scores.
0: Beautiful nighttime sky, the moon south of us here at Tiger Stadium, the campus of Loveland High School on Rich Road, beautiful city of Loveland in Sims Township not too far from Deerfield Township. So Tigers offense rolls out there, Cloud again with Lund checking in on the left, and Lodar by the offensive line to the right. Empty back for Cloud, the Tigers set up on the far side of the gridiron. 4.26 to play in the second, 21-7 West Claremont your score. Cloud's got the ball in first and 10, finds Lodor, who leans in, makes a catch, that's a pickup of, we'll call that six. For a second down and four. Thanks some of the coaches of West Clamont saying that Lodor did not have possession on that catch when he went down. The ball might have been jarred when he hit his elbow on the turf, but it's a completion of five yards. And Loveland's at their own 23 yard line for a second down and five. Three receivers on the left. One on the right, man in motion was Moore. Cloud will hand it off to Moore and quickly snuffed out by the Wolves' front line. Cloud Robert. called an audible quickly. He had Moore lined up to the right and Moore was the man in motion checking in towards his left. He handed off to Moore and West Claremont able to get past the offensive line and take the runner down for a loss of, they're calling it two, will call it third and seven at Loveland's 21. Wolves, 321 to play in this first half here on ESB Media powered by Sidearm Sports. Try to get you some halftime scores. Your other ECC games are Anderson and Milford. That should be a slinger, an offensive shootout rather. Turpin and Walnut Hills, Kingsham with throw. Cloud almost lost the ball and he's finished off with the tackle from Menzel. And West Claremont comes away with the ball. Luke Menzel had that last touch and I believe when Mensel got to him, that jarred the ball out of Cloud's hands and Wes Claremont jumps on top of it and they're in the Tigers red zone with three to play in this first half and the Wolves 21 unanswered points to lead by 14. Yeah,
1: I don't think Cloud really had the ball cleanly there. He was trying to gather the ball but he had two guys on his face at the same time. They just stripped the ball away from him, knocking him to the ground. Costly turnover here because it's going to set up really good field position here for West Claremont.
0: So Turner back out there for the Wolves offense. First and 10 inside the 15 of the Tigers. Turner's got himself a single back formation. Almost a wing T spaced out to the right. And running it. Looks like it's Turner and he spun down like a helicopter past the 10. He'll pick up about six on that. We'll call it, actually we'll call it second down and five inside the Loveland 10. 2.45 and rolling to go in the second quarter. It is 21-7 West Claremont your score. 21 and answered for the visitors. Now second down and five. This time three backs slanted to the left. Turner's gonna go towards his far left back and Bullock charging in towards the end zone. He hits Paydart. Rushing touchdown on a left slam for Gage Bullock and the junior scores and it's now 27-7 West Claremont. There's gonna be a race towards that corner and Bullock just gets the ball in the pylon. And already three for three tonight, Walker Comes in looking for his fourth extra point attempt. 20 point lead now for the Wolves. 2.17 to play in the first half. Snap the place and it's a fake. It's a fake handed by Stoney Hamilton. Hamilton trying to barge his way in and he is knocked down shy of the end zone right around the three yard line. A little surprising on that fake.
1: Well, that's close line at the end of the play. I believe in the tackle there was uh, Reese Hatfield there. So he got him by the shoulder pass and threw him around, but got there just to the make of time took him down around the two-yard line.
0: So Stoney Hamilton's two-point conversion fails, but West Claremont leads 27-7 with 2.17 to go in the first half where the Wolves have struck for 27 straight points in this second quarter. See that the band's warming up, ready for the halftime performance. I mentioned last week one of my favorite things about high school football is not just the action itself on the gridiron, but what the bands and the music can do. There's not a song that sounds bad by a band, I'll tell you that. Walker still three for three on the night, an extra points, two point conversion as Stoney Hamilton faked the place, took it, ran back towards his right, his back was facing that way. He cannot convert on the two point conversion. 217 left in the second, and Walker blasts this away, bouncing at the eight and off the hands of Lake, but he settles in at the five and runs it, spins past a tackle of Wolves, and he'll be stopped right around his own 20 in its first and 10, Loveland. 2.09 to go in our second quarter where Loveland trails 27-7 to the West Claremont Wolves. We'll go over our standings real quick of the ECC. Turpin and Anderson on your undefeated teams in conference play, both 2-0. Spartans, they're second in Division 2 Region 8, according to the JoeIdle.com rankings, meaning they would be playoff bound if this was playoffs, but it's week 6. Anderson, they're 12th in D2 Region 8, and it has to do with your strength of schedule and what your other opponents do as well. A lot of computer points in there. Cloud will start up with three receivers to the right, one on the left, a back towards the left on first and 10 at the 20. Fake! Throw by Cloud, it's a handoff, and quickly swallowed up was Mason Moore. Wolves have done a nice job eliminating the running game by Loveland. And that's a loss of, we'll call that two for a second down and 12 at their own 18. One fifty to go in our second quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. 27-7 West Clamont over Loveland. Empty back once again for Calvin Cloud with 13 on the play clock looking towards the left and throwing quickly and just a little high for Lodar. Austin Lodar tried to spring up. He knocked the ball down off his right hand and that stops the clock. Third down and 12 as Cloud is being pulled for this play for Acalino, Luca Acalino. You remember last week he had that touchdown to Calvin Cloud. For one of the two Loveland touchdowns through the air. Cloud had the other one. Acolino will get a chance to throw it here on third and long. Acolino sets up three to the left, two to the right, ten on the play clock. Acolino still looking at his coaching staff. Five on the play clock now, 131 to go in the second. 27 7 Wolves. A darter towards the 15 and it's caught, but quickly swallowed up. Gage Bullock there, and there was a second Wolf. And a timeout taken by West Claremont. He finds someone and that's gonna be a loss of about one. And timeout taken by West Claremont with 1.23 to go in the second, 27-7, Wolves.
1: And now they get a chance to get the ball back with really good field position. and they take the timeout here so they get a chance to try to score one more time before the half.
0: It's a 20-point lead at the moment in Ohio high school football. You need to have a 30 or more point advantage to have a rolling clock, which is anything outside timeouts and injuries, you keep the clock rolling. And I think uh, chain movements, too, might be in there. But the cheerleaders are throwing in these plastic orange footballs to the fans. Almost so close, I feel like I can just grab one over the railings, like, yay, and then I throw it. Also, some shirts being thrown out there as well. There's a battle there, two fans. It was nice, the fan gave it to the other fan. It's gonna be fourth and, out 14. And a timeout taken by Loveland after that West Claremont timeout. 1.23 to go in the second quarter. Wolves 27, Loveland Tigers seven on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: A uh, timeout match here going back and forth here. You want to make sure they have the right personnel in the field here. You don't want a big return by West Claremont. So you got to make sure you have the proper personnel knowing what they're doing and uh, get ready to play there. And Wolves here wanting a big return here to set themselves up nicely so they have, again, just over a minute here to try to tack on some more points. And they uh, really have it, it's been a tail of two quarters here, really. Loveland really controlled the first quarter at a 7 nothing lead coming into it here, but since then it's been all West Claremont 27 points here in the second quarter and about to get the ball back. So Loveland going to have to go on the break, make some adjustments, and uh, try to take control of the third quarter.
0: In between the quarters, you really got to admire the job that West Claremont did. Remember, early in this quarter, West Claremont missed on about, what would it be, about 25, 23 yard field goal attempt, and the Wolves came up empty, but after that, 27 straight points. It's gonna be a punting situation on fourth and long for Loveland inside their own 15. High snap, but handled by the punter. And it's gonna sprint off the Wolf and swallowed up past midfield. And Loveland sniffing out the loose ball. It was bobbled off the hands of Brian Hurdle, I believe. Actually, Gage Bullock, my apologies. Looked like Bullock had a bobble off his hands, and the Tigers were sniffing for the loose ball. However, West Claremont maintains possession, and it'll be first and ten at their own 46. So decent field position, 112 to work with in the second quarter. And the Wolves have aired it out for two strikes in the end zone, and have run for two touchdowns as well. So we're seeing a balanced Wolf attack. They are still using the running game as their main weapon. West Claremont is, but. Turner's also showing it's not just a running game at WCHS. First and 10 at West Claremont's 46, up 27-7 over Loveland with 1.12 to play in the half. Turner has three backs behind him from left to right. He'll send Brown in motion and handoff. Incoming is Austin Fultz. Great size on Fultz, he lost the ball! He lost the ball, wait, the refs are saying he was down. And that's gonna be a first down for West Claremont at Loveland's 35 yard line. Looked like the ball was loose, but the back of Austin Fultz lands before the ball comes out. It's actually spotted at Loveland's 34, but it's first and 10 for West Claremont in Loveland territory with under a minute to play in the second quarter. 27-7 Wolves, your score. Here's Turner, he avoids a sack and it bobbles off the body of Austin Fultz to the right. Turner looking for that right, but there's a flag on Loveland's side of the ball.
1: Very late flag thrown around the 31-yard line. Not sure how this is going to go, but it's in the secondary.
0: It looks like it's going to be an illegal receiver on West Claremont's side. It would have been incomplete. And that's going to spot the Wolves back. At Loveland's 39. That's a loss of five and make it first and 15. First down and 15 with 48 seconds left in the second quarter. Bands warming up by the locker rooms. Now the Wolves take to the ball with the center Jackson Freisinger ready to snap it to his quarterback right behind him. Turner will spin around towards his right. One tiger right there. He'll elude that tiger and air it to the right. However, he cannot find Kyle Walker in double coverage. That's incomplete, and it makes it second down and 15. Nice job by Levin that time, double teaming Kyle Walker, who's got two receiving touchdowns tonight.
1: Now, 40 seconds left on the clock here. Ball on the 39 yard line. Wolves still trying to air it out here against their game plan, but they've done a really good job putting the ball to the air tonight.
0: Turner under center once more. Fultz is his back behind him. Focus towards the right, here comes Brown. And Turner gives it to Fultz. Fultz spinning past the 35 and knocked down around the 33. Fultz picks up that penalty yardage and Plus one, it'll be third down and nine at the 33 of Loveland. 23 seconds left. Clock continues to roll. A quick handoff and swallowed up by the defensive line of Loveland. 16 seconds left. Wolves now have fourth down and calling it eight. Still two touch or two. Still two touchdowns left. Still two timeouts for Loveland. One for West Claremont. And the Wolves are not going to use one. That's the half. West Claremont 27, Loveland 7. Here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Kyle, your thoughts on that first half?
1: Yeah, you know, Again, we've mentioned this. Really it really came down to being a tale of two quarters because first quarter, Loveland and all about all really controlling it. But uh, it's just really kind of flipped here in the second quarter here. Just a couple turnovers here by Loveland just kind of flipped the other way. And really had a, had a negative out, outlook here for her and and uh, kind of gave the momentum back to uh, West Claremont here. They have a big 27-7 lead at the half, then Bumble well, got to make some adjustments.
0: So we'll take it to halftime and we'll come back for the second half here on ESP Media. He's Kyle Howard, I'm Lee W. Mallon. And at the half, West Claremont Wolves 27, Loveland Tigers 7.
4: entrust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548 That's 513-348-4548 Co-Pavement Services, LLC has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the Tri-State area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, CB Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go Abco Pavement Services, Creating beautiful smiles every day, that is what we do at Casanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics. These board-certified orthodontists treat both children and adults and use traditional braces, clear ceramic brackets, and Invisalign to meet their individual patient needs. With offices conveniently located in Westchester and Blue Ash, they provide flexible payment options, convenient hours, and high-quality care. For a free new patient exam, contact Casanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics at 513-777-7060. And trust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548. Budget Door of Cincinnati has you covered. We specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock levelers. With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today. Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010.
5: For professional staffing, there's only one name you need to know
4: Entrust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548. Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com, that's lovelandchiro.com, and on Facebook. For over 55 years, Miller-Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller-Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com. Entrust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548.
2: Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders, It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
4: For over 32 years, Nelson & Associates, a family-owned, Ohio-based, full-service real estate company, has specialized in the management and development of affordable housing communities. Choose Nelson and Associates for all of your real estate needs, whether it's sales, development, property management or consulting. We are an experienced professional team providing quality service. For more information about Nelson and Associates, please visit us on the web at www.nelsonasc.com or call us at 5139616011. When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies ask, what's your salary? At Northwestern Mutual Cincinnati, we ask, what's your story? We know building the right financial plan means looking at more than money. That's why we start by asking the right question, listening to what matters most to you, then guiding you every step of the way to help you live the life you want, now and years from now. Plan your financial story with Northwestern Mutual. Contact us today at 513-366-3600 or visit us on the web at Cincinnati.NM.com.
5: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm, we're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged, finding a great candidate isn't easy but at robert half we know it's possible robert half the experts in accounting finance it legal marketing and administrative staffing learn more at roberthalfcom slash radio
6: getting answers finding solutions local 12 news investigates as soon as we called you everything happened very quickly not afraid to ask the tough questions Taking action, getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates.
5: Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match.
6: Welcome to another edition of the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and local12.com. But the real quarterback, he is Tony Pike of UC Reading High School and Carolina Panthers fame and a noted quarterback whisperer in the area. Guru. Guru. I watched one of your quarterbacks on TV Saturday night, Cam Hergett from Beachwood. Uh, made some good throws. They lost 7-3. to three. Taft. Made some good plays. Taft. Taft got some athletes. I'll tell you what. They they are really well coached. They've got a good nose tackle. Yes, they do. That guy plugged up the middle. <laughs> really did. We'll talk some high school football coming up in segment two. Segment three will feature college football. But we start with the National Football League and mm. the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. All right. I bought in week one yep. that maybe this coaching staff could scheme around some of the deficiencies. And... The second half of the Buffalo game made me think, huh, they got a little rhythm running the ball, looked like what they wanted to do with their play-action game. This offense maybe is going to start to evolve. Now it's it's pretty convincing to me, that, and I know people are thinking, you're going to say it's on Zach Taylor. It may be. I, I still don't know the answer to that. It, it's, it's pretty plain, though, that um, and it happens to a lot of teams in the league. You eventually get to the realization that it's time to reboot, rebuild, yep. whatever you want to say. I'm at that point now. What say you, Tony Pike?
3: Yeah, and, and the problem with this year is that for the last few years, the organization has had a scapegoat because it hasn't been the roster. It's been, well, Marvin Lewis has to go. And that's what people have been able to talk about the last couple of years. Well, now Marvin Lewis is gone. You bring in a new face, you bring in a new staff, and now the roster is being exposed. It's not Zach Taylor, which everyone's talking about. It's how bad the roster looks and, right now.
6: And let's be clear real quickly, not, not to cut you off. It was time for Marvin Lewis. No. Yes, It was time absolutely. for a new voice. That, yes, you would reach that stage of the game, but 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 but, but you're right. It, it, and I think the front office either they really thought they deep down really thought that all it's going to take is a coaching change. Right. We don't have to do much. That this guy's going to come in and fix it, or they just tried to buffalo the fans of Hey, we got you your coach. That's yep. what you wanted. And, hey, new coach
3: is going to take him some time. Yeah, you know, to, but.
6: It, but they didn't go that route though that's gonna take some time.
3: Right. They they made the choice and they made the statement that we're going all in for this year. Yes. You didn't draft for the future. You didn't, no, you, didn't right. Right. Like you, you drafted to try to win this year. You, you go out and, and here's the thing. Yes, it's time to start the rebuild because what they've done is they've just put all these band aids on different problems and yep. those band aids rip up and the problem's worse. Yes. The the infection is spreading, whatever you wanna But what that would take is something that this franchise has never been willing to do. That's that right. would be to make these moves, and and look, it... and
6: look. And I am telling you right now, if you don't, and I think it's the time. I said it on another podcast this, the, that I did. You've come to the time now where your moves either better pay off in grand fashion. Let me let me backtrack. What you have to do now is honestly, you have to give the fan base the fact that you're bringing in a bona fide NFL caliber general manager with yep. that title that we can now point to and go, it's on him. Yep. I can't point to anybody. I, look, I can point to Duke Tobin a little bit and go, dude, your drafts have sucked. Yep. But I don't know if it's all, on, I don't know if it's all on him because right. the coaches have had input along the way. I still can't tell you with any definitiveness. And maybe you can, maybe you know better than I do. I can't tell you who officially makes the pick on draft day. No, I, I can't. Can you? No. And, and, would it surprise you if I told you it was Marvin Lewis? No. Nope. Back in the day? Would it surprise you if I told you it was Duke Tobin? No. Nope. Would it surprise you if I told you it was Mike
3: Brown? No. We have no idea. And the problem is, is that when you when you put all these draft class together, so this year we were told Drew Sample. Drew Sample right now is best ranked. Block,
6: best blocking tight end in the out draft. Of, out
3: of 10 rookie tight ends playing, he's the lowest ranked best blocking, run blocking tight end. You're stupid because he's the best blocking oh. tight end in the draft. Yeah. Remember? Well, well there's nine other tight oh. ends that are. Run blocking better. Well, because he's getting a
6: lot of snaps, though, Tony. There's, no, really? Yeah,
3: there's nine other tight ends that have more catches, completion, or yards, touchdowns, everything than Drew Sample.
6: But but he gets a lot of snaps. Yeah, but, oh. Jermaine Pratt. How's that working out?
3: We're, we're not going to go get Quan Alexander and, uh, and overpay him. No. because we got this guy from NC State, That's Jermaine right. Pratt. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. What's he doing? Um, His reps were taken this week by a guy they signed what last week. He did get a couple reps, but yeah, Leroy Reynolds has gotten more snaps than right. he has. Yeah. So, so all you you've missed in the draft. Yes, there's been some bad luck to that. But at the same yes. point, if anything's going to change, if I'm the Bengals, I call the Bears and I say, hey, you guys are close. What would you be willing to give for Andy Dalton? I call a team like the Patriots. Hey, I know the Antonio Brown thing didn't work. What would you give for uh, AJ, A.J. Green? Green.
6: Yep. No no question.
3: Uh, Geno Atkins. What? Just find ways because right now you look across the league, I can go through every team that has at least something to look forward to. Even the Miami Dolphins, as bad as they are, they are stockpiled with first-round picks. Yes. They can they can look forward and say, hey, we're putting our eggs in this basket. You can go to Arizona, Kyler Murray, number one overall quarterback. You can go to all these different teams. What right now is that for the Bengals? Because you can't say Joe Mixon, because if I'm Joe Mixon, Taylor. if I'm Joe Mixon, why would I want to re-sign here anyway with the offensive line and, that's assembled? And, folks, in case you're wondering, after next year, Joe Mixon becomes yes. a free, free agent. And what have what these running backs – High-profile running backs down as of late. Just hold out. Yeah, right. So the answer is not Joe Mixon. Is it a quarterback that will be in his 10th year? Is it an aging defense? Is it where? Is it John Ross? Is it Drew Sample? Jermaine Pratt? Who? Who going forward do you put your hat on and say, well, we can build around this guy? Tyler, we can build Tyler around Boyd, this. Tyler Boyd, but you're not building right. around Tyler Boyd. Right, so all of that, you're mixing all that. I, I, I just don't know at this point
6: who that is for the Bengals, and if that's the answer... And the problem is, if you're going through this reboot and rebuild and maybe a different philosophy, because the philosophy has been, and I've agreed with it, of draft, retain, and build with your own. And, yes. and, it, and it has worked. I mean, it worked to make them five straight playoff appearances, right? Okay. It, it worked. But now you're starting to whiff badly in the yes. draft. Some of it, not no fault of your own, but some of it, absolute fault of your own. Maybe you got... Maybe you got over your skis and thought you're a super genius and right. that anything I decide is going to be the right thing. Well, all I can tell you is, since really the Cedric way Jake Fisher draft, it has been yeah. nothing but disaster after disaster. And that's why we are where we are right, right now. You, you your, your organizational philosophy isn't to dive into high price free agents. It's to no. pick at the scrap heap to plug yep. in a gap. And that's okay if the other 19 or 20 spots are really good because you've drafted and retained. But when you're starting to plug in... John Miller at right guard, yeah. who really can't play, and Bobby Hart after yeah. last year at right tackle, that's, who really can't play. That was our big play. offseason signing on right. the
3: offensive line.
6: Then suddenly you've you got a roster full of deficient players, and that's right. where we are. So that's why I'm saying, I'll go back to you, do you have faith that this front office is capable no. of having an organizational philosophy, or a philosophy switch and or rebuilding this roster to make it better? I at,
3: don't. At this point, I don't. And at this point, when you look, and I know – I know different things have happened. I know it wasn't going to be the, the you know their, their once-in-decade talents, but this team in the past few years chose to pass on Lamar Jackson. They passed on a guy like Mahomes and Deshaun Watson to go get their guys. So they have passed on the – And I'm
6: okay with that right. because I think they had a capable quarterback. But then when you're trying to draft for the other position groups right. to go around that and you whiff
3: doesn't, – It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So then you, you either should have went and got one of those guys – and built your team around a rookie quarterback salary. Or you have to nail some of these guys. When you don't do it in the draft, then you have to do what you're not comfortable with and go make a big trade. Well, or you have to go sign a big free agent. That's, that's what you have to do you if you to want do. to win in this league. And now, I not Lee Jefferson had a good game Sunday, didn't oh, you? Yeah. Last year's third round pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, when you're not doing that, and this is the product that's on the field, I mean, think, think as a Cincinnati fan base mentally how we act. Week one, well, they were close. That's a that's a mental I, win. I, I
6: don't even know if it was close. I, I think it was just the, it just felt different. It just felt different.
4: Yeah.
3: So then you talk. I was talking myself on Monday afternoon into saying, you know what? If the Bengals beat Pittsburgh, oh, I was, th- and then they I beat Arizona. They're they're one game out. They're, they're a trip to Baltimore. Going to Baltimore to, for yeah. being in first. That is where, as a Cincinnati fan, I've resorted to trying to, to tease myself and talk myself into no, this No, I, th-
6: I think Monday, honestly, was the best thing that could have happened as as, as, a, as a journalist yep. and, as a, as a, and for those that are fans, uh, maybe for the organization of, you know what, you bottomed out. Yep. And, and and we saw the bottoming out process that this roster needs a complete and utter overhaul and you better start doing it sooner rather than later. And listen, I, I do, I think Andy Dalton's a more capable quarterback, I believe, than you think he is, but... I think if you're in that process, yep. then then he's up for sale. He's up for trade yeah. debate. I I got no problem with that. Um, AJ Green is absolutely open mm-hmm. for that. Geno Anybody? I mean, there's the no problem way. is if
3: you don't do it with AJ this year,
6: you're, you're getting and he no, walks, yeah. What did you? How bad do
3: you look? You look stupid.
6: Yes. And there's no way. This will also tell me. I, I want people to understand when I say this. This is not an indictment on AJ Green. He's a he's a terrific. Team. Yeah. He's been injured a chunk over the last few years, and that starts to make me worry a little bit. He's going to be 32 when next season starts. He's not doesn't have the fountain of youth, although he's got a body that looks like he could play forever. He doesn't because the body's breaking down to some degree. Some of it just the, the nature of the game. But... Are you going to throw a ton of money at a 32-year-old wide receiver on a team that's that's got other right. gi- giant holes? Right, You can't do and that. And I know, and if I know. If you do that, it'll tell me that, honestly, you don't know what right. you're doing.
3: And I know A.J. says all the right things, but if you're A.J. Green, do you want to come back for a rebuild?
6: I would say deep down, probably not. But I, I, think, I think he is one of those guys that would love to Well, the, prom, to the problem A.J. is A.J. And, and AJ also, looks
3: up to Larry Fitzgerald. And, and maybe, They're close, yes. and that's like the Larry Fitzgerald model. Yeah. But Larry Fitzgerald made it to a Super he Bowl. made it
6: to a Super Bowl. Um, And I think A.J., when he has said this, and he said it actually to us right after he got the boot off, um, that he would like to stay in Cincinnati, I think he's absolutely...
4: and trust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548.
0: West Claremont Wolves 27, Loveland Tigers 7 here at Loveland High School. The sun is down, and both teams are back out on the gridiron. We're about ready to resume. I'm Lee W. Mallon, he's Kyle Howard, and we have some scores for you of our ECC games. None of these have reached a half yet, according to ScoreStream, one full app that I think everyone should download, but... Your scores are Kings 42 over with Throw 21, Turpin 19-7 over Walnut Hills, at Walnut Hills, and Anderson 14, Milford 13. Not quite the offensive shootout like I thought it would be, but there's still another half, so we'll see how that turns out. But Anderson in the lead, Turpin in the lead, and Kings in the lead. Turpin and Anderson's win would put them at 3-0 in ECC play. And Kings, that they hold on for the victory, that would be their first ECC win of the season.
1: And Loveland here tonight, if they can come back tonight, would be looking for their first ECC win and first win of the season so far. And they had a good start to this game. Uh, just hasn't really materialized from there. As a 7 nothing lead going into the second quarter. Things are really rolling. A couple turnovers, a couple stalled drives, and all of a sudden, West Claremont's got a 27-7 lead, and that's where we stand here at halftime. And... just really didn't shake out the way they wanted to in the second quarter and uh, they got to play from comeback here from the rest of the game.
0: We do have stats thanks to the wonderful folks at West Claremont for giving us these. Offensively, your West Claremont Wolves have 159 yards on the turf, 110 through the air, so we mentioned that running is the big bread and butter game of West Claremont, but tonight it's a little more even, still more in favor of rushing, but West Claremont's mixed it up a little bit. For Lovelett, 34 yards on the ground, 80 through the air. Calvin Cloud, one touchdown. He found Bailey Jackson, who has caught the ball four times for 51 yards. Kyle Walker has been the only receiver to catch for West Claremont. He's caught it for two touchdowns and 110 yards. And by the way, for West Claremont, Ryan Brown leads the rushing attack with 80 on 80 touches. We're underway, West Claremont kicks it away from right to left. And Loveland from left to right into Bailey Jackson's arms, and he is completely taken down around the ten-yard line. And that's where Loveland starts this half with the ball. Eleven fifty-four to go in the third quarter. Twenty-seven-seven Wolves your score. And Loveland will have their first offensive possession of the second half. Gavin Cloud came out for play by Luca Acalino who complete his only pass for negative one yard. And right now he's still out there. Ocolino getting the chance to rally the Tigers, trailing by 20. Shorter than Calvin Cloud. Ocolino in his sophomore year, six foot, and he'll dial it to the right on first and 10. And that's a pickup of, we'll call that two yards, and a stop made by Zach Lacey. Actually, that is a loss of two yards.
2: reception fails me
0: again, but Alcolino completes the pass. He's two for two on the night. And the Tigers have it second down and 12, now at their own 16-yard line. So Kyle, that second quarter, 27 unanswered by the Wolves as Alcolino scrambles out of the pocket, throws it to the left, intercept, nope, incomplete. Looked like the Wolves were coming up with another interception. Gage Bullock had it in his arms and he's doing push-ups in front of his coaching staff. But it burps out of the arms as Bailey Jackson, the intended target, comes down, wraps him up, and the ball knocked loose. That's a break for Loveland there, but it's incomplete and it's third down and 12. Spotted back at Loveland's 12-yard line.
1: I like that from Gage Bullock there. I don't know if that was self-inflicted or if it's a coaching thing they have there. If you drop an interception, you gotta do push But hey, what a better self-punishment than doing some push-ups after you drop an interception. Two
0: receivers spaced out to the left. Two bunched up on the right as Alcolino flushed out of the pocket. And he's spun down out of bounds by Wes Claremont. And Madike the Madike Job comes up with a sack. And that pushes the Tigers back to their own nine. Loss of three. And the Tigers are sent to punt it away. Ethan Lund out there. And also coming out there is Nate Holman. He had the last punt of that first half for Loveland. 10.44 to go in this third quarter. twenty-seven-seven West Claremont. And the Wolves are back ready to return the punt. And they're waiting at Loveland's 35 yard line. Here's the punt into the nighttime sky. It will bounce right behind Mason Moore and it's a fumble as Loveland jumps on top of it. It brushed off a wolf. Actually, no, I think it did not brush off a wolf. Nope, Loveland's ball. You know, I self-doubting myself did that really touch off a wolf. And they're saying yes it did and it's Loveland with the takeaway.
1: That's why they yell, Peter, 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 which means get away. It's all it's got to do is brush your leg, and uh, it's a fumble. So that's what happens here. Loveland gonna capitalize here. They get a chance here to have the ball throwing 37 yard line. Oh, they're gonna talk about it now. So they're saying if maybe it didn't graze his leg.
0: I thought it did. Then I thought it did. And then the officials are talking about it. 10:25 to go in the third quarter. Loveland trailing 27-7 here. He's Kyle Howard. I'm Lee W. Malin on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. And it will remain with Loveland's offense.
2: First and 10
0: Tigers. I believe that's Calvin Cloud back out there. He's got two receivers on both sides. And he runs the ball to the right. And past the 35, sneaks in towards the 40. Shy of the 40, I believe he was last hit by Howard Bingham. That's gonna result in a pickup of three. And also, there's an injury down on the field. Training staff right there for Loveland. Not sure who that is down there for Loveland.
2: This is kind of, uh,
0: Holes head back to their side of the gridiron. Alcolino uh, back out there warming up. That might be Kevin Cloud being attended to. Cloud did. Sneak around, he got past the 35 in the line of scrimmage and made it back to the 40. Actually, that is Max Huddleston, a junior defensive lineman. being helped out to the bench. We certainly hope that young man's A-OK. He's not putting any pressure on that right ankle. Now the Tigers take to the field once more. Jackson will line up. Occholino back as the quarterback with two receivers to the left space out, two bunched up to the right, and a back to the right of the quarterback on second down and seven. 27-7 Wolves to Jackson, it's incomplete. It flings by his arm. And they will be third down and seven now for the Tigers. Occholino's... First incompletion of the night. We have exactly 10 to play in the third quarter, and the Wolves up by 20 at 27-7.
1: Yeah, Aquilino and Jackson just not in sync there. He threw the ball before he even turned around to look for it.
0: Aquilino stays out there again. Two receivers on both sides, spaced out to the left, bunched up to the right. Back to the right of the quarterback. Aquilino backs up a couple yards and scrambles away and throws it intercepted and out of the hands out of the hands of Luke Menzel. That's now two missed interceptions by the Wolves defense. That one looked like that might have slipped out a little further. Menzel doesn't have to do the uh, push-ups in front of the coaching staff. But it does bring up fourth and seven at Loveland's own 40. Back for the return is Zach Lacy. He's waiting at his own 35. The Tigers. They get the ball back off a grazing of a wolf. And, and they're held to a three and out in this possession. Four seconds on the play clock, and Loveland catches it. And with three seconds left on the play clock, they'll call the first time out of the half, two left for the Tigers. 9.55 to go in our third quarter, where West Claremont leads 27 to seven here on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Kyle, now that we have a chance, your thoughts on that first
1: half? Yeah, again, until two quarters, we go back to a level and really got out in front with a 7 nothing lead there. Played real strong and uh, capitalized and good field position on the ball, the 29-yard line, cast out the touchdown. And then the second quarter turns, and uh, they have a 7 nothing lead. But West Claremont's like a whole different team came out there. They were able to put the ball through the air, which they haven't really done well all year long. Uh, and, and obviously ground a couple touchdowns in near the goal line as well. but. Just Loveland unable to muster much after that as well, so it's a, it's been a struggle both offensively and defensively for Loveland.
0: Punting unit back out there for the Tigers, trailing 27-7, 9:55 to go in the third quarter. West Claremont has scored 27 unanswered. Tried to go for a fake two-point conversion, and it was denied. Carried by the punter for a couple yards, then he boots it away It bounces off West Claremont's 30 to the 28 and picked up by Loveland at the Wolves' 28. Handled by Zach Pabelt and the Wolves will have the ball offensively for the first time this third quarter. Up 27-7 here at LHS as the band starts to put their halftime show away. Very nice job by that band again. New York, New York. It's quite nice. It Dante Turner Jr. back out there. Went one of two through the air for 30 yards and a touchdown, finding Kyle Walker that first time to tie it up at seven. And Walker was found again to give West Claremont the lead. First and 10 at the Wolves own 29. It's a handoff to the back. And Lacey barges on through, picks up about eight. Knocked down around the 38-yard line for second down and one. And actually, they're gonna move the chains. That's enough for a first down for West Clamont. They have them on their own 39-yard line, and Lacey picks up 10 just like that. The Wolves tonight have shown they can be effective on the pass game and the rushing game. 10 on the play clock on first and 10. Hand off to Brown. Brown still behind the line of scrimmage and he tries to jump past and the 40. He'll get to the 40 and land around the 41 yard line for a second down and 8 situation.
1: Austin Lodor tripped him up out there but this is back to the style of football that the Wolves like to play. Bunch everyone together and through sleeps and handoffs at the middle. That's what their strength is, and they've got, right now, the 27-7 lead, they have an the opportunity to do that.
0: 8.36 and rolling to go in the third quarter with the running game. There's not a lot of times you have to stop the clock, meaning to move the chains, but you milk as much time as you can. Wing T, it looks like, as Turner hands off, and Fultz is off to the races. Then he stalled around the 46, and the refs are going to give him the 47. And it's a pickup of eight. So two rushes already in this possession, and that's 18 yards right off the bat.
1: And level of defense been on the field a lot tonight, too. So they haven't had much of a break, and this is, this is one way to wear him down even further. Just keep grounding it, and pounding it. And now they're just a couple of yards away from getting another first down, third and two. Level need to get the field here.
0: Ball spotted at the Wolves' 47-yard line. 27-7, West Claremont with 7.45 to go in this third quarter here. A beautiful fall night. It's about time, week six. It's a barge through the middle, and that's enough for a first down, and that puts the Wolves back in Loveland country. James will move, and the ball will be spotted right at the Tigers 49 on the middle
1: claw of that Loveland L. So a nice successful drive so far by the Wolves here to be able to get work some clock off here and then get first down so they needed to get first down so it going been very methodical very slow they've been able to move at their own pace the pace they like to move at.
0: Wolves have it inside Loveland territory first time this half 7-10 to go in the third quarter in Broling. Wolves 27 Tigers 7. Scramble by Turner And a keep by Brown, Brown pushed out of bounds by the first down. And I think they're gonna mark him a bit shy, maybe by a yard.
2: Need to go to
0: the 39 yard line and we'll have the rest wave their arms in the air. Looks like the ball will be spotted at Loveland's 41 yard line. It'll be second down and short for West Claremont. Again tonight, the Tigers donning the orange camo jerseys in support of military, both active and retired. The beautiful, beautiful presentation that they all had out there. A giant flag. Paradiver out there. Paradiver? Is that the word?
1: That's unbelievable, yes. <laughs>
0: not sure if Paradiver is the or not, but... It's like Team Fast Tracks if you ever watched them come out from a plane and land on a baseball field. It was like that. Second down and short, we'll call it two. And it's a handoff to Fultz. Fultz trying to barge his way through both trenches. And I think Fultz is short of the first down, but not by much. They're gonna spot the ball right at the Loveland 40. They need to get to the 39. Now third down and one, West Claremont, 6-14 to go in this third quarter. West Claremont leads 27-7. Wolves using as much time as they can. Wolves are on the march again. 27 unanswered for West Claremont. All in the second quarter. Turner under center. Sends his left back in motion to the right. And hand off to Fultz. And he's tripped up around the Loveland 38. He's got the first down and there go the chains again with 5.43 to go in the third quarter. West Claremont 27, Loveland 7.
2: Not a pass attempted on this
0: drive, but like Kyle mentioned, West Claremont likes to run. They like to run a lot.
1: And when they got first downs, they, and they have uh, time to work with here, they're able to keep doing that.
0: 11 left on the play clock. 27-7 West Claremont, ball at the Loveland 38, first and 10. A shovel for Bullock, and Bullock cuts his way to the left. He's past the Loveland 10. He's still on his feet, and he's in the end zone for the 38-yard rush. And touchdown, West Claremont.
1: Down and that's another and six
0: four. for the visitors, now up 33-7 with 5.08. To play in the third.
1: But Bullock made it look real easy. He didn't even look like he broke the sled. He just kind of walked around and made his cut real quick and is gone.
0: Walker back out there for the extra point. Three for three on the night. And Bullock, like we mentioned, of the Players of the Week, according to Cincinnati Enquirer, for two sacks and a fumble against Walnut Hills tonight. He's doing it offensively. Walker set for his fourth extra point attempt, here's the snap, the placement, and Walker with the right foot. That's through the uprights, and it's 34-7, West Claremont over Loveland with 5.08 to play in the third quarter. You're listening to ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: Now that makes it 34 on the interpoints here by the West Claremont, so a sluggish start for him here didn't get any points at all in the first quarter. Bubble defense came to play and but kind of see as they've been on the field longer, they're kind of getting wounded out. They've been on the field for most of the game tonight. Offense hasn't been able to muster much outside of a first quarter touchdown. And it's um West Claremont is able to play their game here. They've even been able to execute the ball through the air tonight, which isn't something they've done real well most of the year. But tonight they've be able to get a couple air touchdowns as well as the gr- three ground touchdowns as well. And now Loveland really finds themselves in a the hole here, 34 7, 508 to play in the third quarter.
0: And since I've been here broadcasting Loveland football with you all on ESP Media, I've been noticing that the Loveland defense has been out there and the offenses have been able to wear them down and strike. First call was the 39 0 win at Withrow for the Withrow Tigers. Last week's 42 13 Milford win. Right now, the Wolves up 34 7 with 508 to go in the third quarter. Touchback for Loveland, and I believe might be the first touchback by a kicker on the season. The punters haven't done it, but they have pinned their opponents inside the 20 four times by the two punters of Trevor Click and Kyle Walker. But Loveland's got the ball at their own 20 for a first and 10 situation, and now the Tigers look at a 34-7 deficit 5.08 5.08 to play in the third. And we'll have Luca Aquilino back out there for Loveland. It'll be the stacked formation with two right receivers, left and right, and a back to the right. And Aquilino going to the right, finds a Tiger, and quickly swarmed on. That catch was made by Tyler Lake. He is swirled out of bounds for a three-yard pickup for a second down and seven situation.
4: Now at the Tigers,
0: 23 yard line.
1: They'll say he didn't get out of bounds on his own, the clock continues to run here.
0: Empty back for Aquilino, with three receivers checking in on the left, and two on the near side, leveling from left to right in this quarter. He'll find Lodor swarmed in a pack of wolves, and he is brought down, they pick up a four on that pass. Loveland is close to the first down marker. One yard on third and short. Mentioned at the half, the Loveland Tigers just 34 yards on the turf, 80 yards in the air. That's been the story for most of the season for Loveland, in the air. Three on the right, two on the far side on third and short for Aquilino. Has the ball quick, drop and first down off to the races goes Bailey Jackson and he's pulled down from behind in zone 45 that's first down and more for Loveland. Great speed by the sophomore Bailey Jackson
1: and he'll be knocked down by the ankles at the 47
0: of the Tigers that's first and 10.
1: Howard Bingham tripped him up if he doesn't I think Jackson's gone there.
0: First and 10 now, Alcalino rolling out towards the right, trying to air it out that way. He'll find Lodor, two-hand catch at the 32 of West Claremont, still on his feet as Lodor. Past to 10, and he's brought down by Chris Kennedy. And Loveland is in West Claremont's red zone. And they have a first and goal situation with 3.55 and rolling to go in the third quarter, trailing 34 to seven. Lino quickly lines up his Tigers. Three on the left, one on the right, rolling back towards his own 20-yard line, and he throws it, looking for Lodor again with coverage. Peyton Bryant in front, and he'll throw it out of play, incomplete for second down and goal at West Claremont's 10.
1: Really no play to me. So more more than anything is throwing the ball away. There is Peyton Bryant waiting there in the back corner of the end zone, is out of bounds.
0: Uh, Makes it second down and goal at the West Claremont 10. Aquilino gets the words from this coaching staff. First-year head coach Andy Cruz named the head coach earlier this year in March. Aquilino gets the words. He'll stack wide receivers close to the right, far on the left. High snap. Aquilino comes down with it. Here comes a Wolf. He'll spread out, and it's picked off by West Claremont's Chris Kennedy, and he lands it in the end zone, and that puts the Wolves at their own twenty. 34-7, West Claremont, three eighteen to play in the third, and what was a promising knock at the door for points, turns out to be an interception in the end zone by Chris Kennedy, a junior defensive back for the Wolves.
1: Aquilino tried to hit him in the corner by the pylon, that was Austin Lodor diving down for, it, just underthrew him a tad, and Chris Kennedy jumped the route there.
0: Also, Aquilino was flushed out of the pocket, had to make a quick pass to the right, Stayed on his feet, I think he was hurried a little bit. The Wolves now have the ball at their own 20 after that interception. First and 10, West Claremont. They scored their last drive, seven points. Rushed by Gage Bullock, extra point by Kyle Walker. It's first and 10 as Turner hands it for Lacey, I believe. And Lacey slides his way into the 30 and picks up the first down just like that.
4: Lacey was handled
0: pretty well, I thought, in that first half by Loveland's defense. This time, Lacey's finding the holes, and now we have an injured Wolf down there. That might be Lacey.
1: Just looks some pain here.
0: The athletic trainers from the West Claremont side will check out the downed, injured player. 3.09 to go in our third quarter. As West Claremont. Leads 34-7 here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. Thank you for joining us tonight. As the Wolves looking to build on last week's win against Walnut Hills. Loveland trying to snap a five game losing streak. Your standings in the ECC. Turpin and Anderson, 2-0. Milford, Walnut Hills with throw in West Claremont, all one and one, and Kings and Loveland are 0-2. Kings was leading 42-21 by the half. Turpin 19-7, and Anderson 14-13 against Milford. It's first and 10 for West Claremont at their own 30-yard line. Lacey picked up 10. 2.57 and rolling to go in the third quarter. It's a handoff, thought it was to Bullock. And now here comes Ryan Brown, the other side. He's on the far side, bumped out of bounds, shy of that first down marker, needed the 40, and got pushed out of bounds around the 38.
1: That just shows the athleticism of Brown there. He picks, it, he scoops it up when it's on the ground, gets bumped and still runs around, almost picks up the first down. Now that's a like, shy of that, I guess. But
0: it looks like West Clamont's mascot was holding one of the chains on the chain gang, see behind the uh, coaching staff. Now that's a helpful wolf out there. Second down and we'll call it four. Ball spotted at their own 36. West Claremont leading 34-7, 2-12 and rolling to go in the third. Again, quarterback under center to Fultz. Not much doing for the running back. Austin Fultz. Austin Fultz one for one through the air. 80 yards and a touchdown. That time not much going on the turf.
2: Four.
0: West Claremont, they had five rushers register at least a yard, Zach Lacey two carries three yards, Turner four carries 15 yards, make it eight yards. 80 yards for Brown, Fultz with 35, Bullock with 33, Turner had eight as the quarterback. It's third down and five, At West Claremont's 35, one and a half to play in the third. That Cowbell going crazy, and this time it's a shovel to Bullock, he's got the left side open again, past midfield, past the 40, past the 30. Bullock, one Tiger approaching on the left, and he misses as Bullock runs it into the end zone for the score. In the end zone. Now that will start the rolling clock with 119 to go in the third, but it's 40 to seven West Claremont. Bullock has struck in back-to-back possessions. And again, on that left flank, Bullock using that near side to rush it on home.
1: Bullock just showing the wheels offensively. It hasn't really showed much the first half, but here in the second half, it's uh, showing off his skills, that's for sure. Played a nice game defensively, and now offensively a couple of scores here in the second half.
0: Four for four is Kyle Walker and extra points. He'll try for a fifth one. That would match his season total. It's up in the nighttime sky. And it's good. He's five for five. He's now ten for ten on the season, and that puts the Wolves up forty-one to seven with one nineteen to play in the third quarter. Again, that starts up the rolling clock. Again, outside injuries or timeouts, that clock does not stop.
1: Yeah, it's a really been a fortunate turn of events here for Loveland. Uh, Have a nice start to this game here, but as any coach will tell you, it's how you finish, and they haven't. The second and third, uh, for quarters, number two and three just haven't finished. But they do still have a quarter and a minute 19 left here to salvage some confidence back up here and get back on track.
0: Walker's gonna kick it away for West Claremont. That last play that Loveland's offense had, I think Aquilino did a very nice job, except for the last pass that was picked off in the end zone again by Chris Kennedy. But I thought he, Handled himself quite well, quite poised, and took the Tigers a pretty good distance. It's Lake and Jackson back out there at their own five, ready to return this kick. Wind is still breezing on through the top of the press box here at Loveland High School Stadium. Here comes the kick by Walker, it's a low liner and it will squib its way to the hands of Bailey Jackson. Jackson subtle steps, then knocked down by an incoming Wolf, that namely Nick abdel And that will put the Tigers with the ball throw. the 18 yard line, first and 10, 41 to seven.
2: West Claremont
0: put a one to go in the third.
2: Get a quick strike here to
0: the
1: give themselves a shot back in this one here don't want to go down over 30 in the fourth quarter here obviously you need a miracle in the fourth quarter as well but the, it starts now
0: if you look at West Clamont remember they scored 27 straight to go in the half and now 41 straight so anything's possible until that final horn sounds and the fireworks of course 40 seconds left in the third. One back now in motion to the right. High snap, Aquilino finds the back and Moore who's quickly snuffed out by a trio of Wolves. Touched up by Stony Hamilton, the first on the scene and the first to swallow up Mason Moore.
1: Yeah, Stoney Hamilton just hit him hard and just drove him straight to the turf. That's a good form tackle there.
0: That's second and a long Mason Montgomery road mile to go. That might be our last play of that third quarter. Aquilino sends three to the left. Seven seconds left, and we'll have one more play. Aquilino rolls out to the left in front of his own end zone and dishes it out of play, past the Wolves bench, and that's the end of the third quarter. West Claremont leads Loveland 41 to seven. One more quarter to play here on ESP Media Power by Sidearms Sports. We'll take a break.
4: Sipsy Klein's number one the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513 348 Four five four eight.
0: Loveland, seven here on ESPN Media, powered by On Sports. We'll swap sides of the field as Loveland now from right to left, West Claremont attacking left right. We just had a race of the mascots, and the Wolf beat the Tiger, however, the PA announcer said he was offside, so figure that what you will. <laughs> but I always want to see a Wolf and Tiger race, and I just did tonight. Thank you, Loveland. Thank you, West Claremont, for making that dream come true.
1: It's a first, isn't it? (laughs) It is a first.
0: It is third down and long. It's third and 18 on the scoreboard back at Loveland Zone 11 as Aquilino staying out there as the quarterback. Bouncing to the right and swallowed up. Now he escapes the pressure and he's knocked down with the grab of Howard Bingham. And that is fourth in a long mile as the putting unit emerges for Loveland. 11.32 and rolling to go in the fourth quarter, West Claremont 41, Loveland 7. The Wolves have scored 41 answer points here tonight. As Loveland looking to snap a five game losing streak, West Claremont looking to build on a one game winning streak. Punting unit out and the punter is all the way back, I believe that's Holman again. Holman in the black paint, sends this one by and way for a fair catch. Wise decision by Lacey. He's met up with a pack of Tigers clawing in and the ball is spotted at Lublin's 38-yard line. A nice punt from the end zone.
2: And once Claremont goes
0: to work, up 41-7, 10.58 to go in the fourth quarter. I'm Lee W. Mallon, he's Kyle Howard, and we're on ESP Media. powered by Sidearm Sports. Thanks for joining us tonight. And they're picking up the ball, are the refs. I did not see a yellow napkin. It's been a fairly clean game in terms of penalties, and it's gonna be holding on the receiving team.
1: Very late penalty, I didn't see that one myself. I
0: missed where that flag came in, and when the receiver called for it the fair catch, normally don't, don't see holding on the receiving team, but that's what it is. They'll put the Wolves back at Loveland's 48-yard line, and it remains first and 10 here on this beautiful Friday night. One receiver on the right. It's a handoff, it's a double handoff, and swallowed up that, that time was Marcus Johnson. He's a sophomore running back, as the Wolves will use some of the younger Cubs to Trying to run out the clock. And that's a loss of two on that run. That was a double handoff. Finally, wounding up in the hands of Marcus Johnson. The The ball spotted right at the Loveland L. It's behind the 50-yard line in West Claremont's territory. As the nose of the ball, just on the 50-yard line. 10 to play in the fourth, 41-7 West Claremont. It's second it down and 12. It's a handoff, quickly snuffed out. I believe that was Loveland's Ion Davis. At that, that time team. it was ran by Trenton Pinnock, uh, also a sophomore running back. Play. And that will be a loss of four and a half that time. All spotted inside West Claremont's own 45 yard line for third and 17.
2: Third and 17.
0: Marcus Johnson sprints back out there. He'll take the place of Trenton Pinnock, who just lost a couple yards. Now third and 16. Right by the 46 yard line of the Wolves. 41-7 West Claremont, 9.13 to go in the fourth. It's a handoff to Johnson. Trying to make that turn, he is unable to, he's swarmed and a pride of Tigers, and I think it'll be spotted around the 41-yard line of West Claremont. So on that drive, going young, and the Wolves lose almost 10 yards. It'll be fourth and 20, but it's a good thing for the young Wolves to get touches, because they're gonna be your future once some of the older Wolves graduate. I mean, Ryan Brown, he's a senior. Kyle Walker is also a senior. So that means you need a new kicker and wide receiver for next year. Punt newing out of I think that might have touched off a of Tiger's hand. And it's fair caught at Loveland's 29-yard line by Bailey Jackson. And the Tigers' offense rolls to the field with 8.21 to play in the fourth. Wolves 41, Tigers 7. 41 unanswered an by the Navy and White, formerly Glenn Estee, the Trojans, purple and white, and Amelia and the Barons. I think they were green and white. I always like the Please. Barons name.
1: <laughs> so I guess you you put a, tro- a, a Trojan and a Baron together and you get a Wolf. Well
0: my, my some math problem. <laughs> well, my alma mater, Valley View, it is Farmersville. I think the Cardinals and the Germantown Wildcats might be the first, <laughs> but there you go. Opolino airs it out on first and 10. It'll find a tiger. He'll find Lodor, and Lodor picks up seven on that catch. Actually, going to mark him down for six. It'll be second down and four as Opolino airs it out and dishes it out quickly. And Loveland has it second and four at the 36. By the way, for college football, UC hosting UCF. That's Central Florida, number 18. Central Florida will have a whistle, and I think it's false start. It is false start. In the Tigers' offense. They'll push it back five. It'll be second down and eight. Still on Tiger. 31. 7:28 to go in the fourth quarter. 41-7 for West Claremont. I was about to say, UC has taken a 10-6 lead over the Golden Knights. It'll be a big upset.
1: It would, and UCF uh, suffered a loss a couple weeks ago as well.
0: No black turf at Nippert Stadium, though. There was not. Empty field for Aquilino. He'll look towards the left, taking himself. He's past the 35, and he's held down. Getting the first touch was Noah Smith, and Aquilino stays on his feet. Very impressive, especially when he was wrapped up like that. Aquilino picks up about two yards after the first contact and he picks up about eight and it's third down and short, needing to get past the 40 and the ball spotted. We'll see three quarters, three quarter yards away from that 40. It's inside the 39, it's third in inches. Two receivers clocked in at the right, one on the left. Aquilino hands it for the incoming back who marches on in and knocked down at the 45-yard line. And the Tigers get the first down with 6.18 and rolling to go in the fourth quarter. Wolves 41, Loveland 7. The first
2: down.
0: Aquilino continuing to rally the troops, quickly set up with two backs surrounding the sophomore quarterback. It's a fake handoff, Aquilino darts to the right, goes to the right, and cannot find Tyler Lake. The ball zips in and out of the hands of the receiver, and that's incomplete, second down and 10, 5.50 and rolling to go in the fourth, 41.7 West Claremont. Remember, rolling clock, you don't stop it for incompletions. It's still breezy here, it's a nice cool breeze. Beautiful night here, most of the fans still here. Lots of sweatshirts out here, first time in this fall 2019 campaign. Handoff from Aquilino on second and 10, trying to barge his way through. Daquan Webster. Webster picks up finish. seven, making third down, two. and three in West Claremont country. 41-7, West Claremont, 5.05 to play in the fourth. Aquilino a fake handoff, he's got the first down, and tail at the, the, at the, the Wolves' players. 43-yard line. You gotta like got this Tigers' the drive.
2: Be to move the ball
1: on the ground here, which I haven't had much success with so, so far tonight. This four, drive, getting it going.
0: Four receivers on the right, one on the left, the one on the left is London. High snap, Aquilina rolls past the Loveland L, and now with the arm pump, he finds a Tiger at the 25. Swallowed up in a sea of wolves, as a first down, and right at the red zone line are the Loveland Tigers, trailing 41 to seven, 420, and rolling to go in the fourth. <laughs> On
2: Molino, he's
0: been the quarterback for the, this entire second half. He has thrown a pick in the end zone, but said a nice job rallying the troops. And look towards his left on first and ten, airing it out, and cannot find Lund. It was about three yards shy of Lund, one-on-one coverage.
2: I think opposite
0: of Mason Steinker. It'll be second and 10, but the clock continue to tick down. 3.45 to go in the fourth quarter. 41-7 West Claremont, your score. Aquilino gets the words with 15 seconds on the play clock. One back to the right of Aquilino in motion. Aquilino looking towards the left. Now he'll hold on to it and he's trying to roll forward. That time West Claremont blocked up the middle and Aquilino's held to a two yard gang for third and seven At West Claremont's 18, six and ticking to go in the fourth, 41-7 for the Wolves.
1: Looking to the sideline here, trying to figure out which play they want to run here. It was expected most likely to be a pass.
0: It's going to be an empty backfield for Luca Aquilino. They've got four receivers bent towards the right. Lund checking in on the left with 10 on the play clock. Looking towards Lund, airing it out, one-on-one covers, Lund off the pinkies. Off the pinky tips of Ethan Lund, covered that time by Brian Hurdle. And that's incomplete on fourth down and eight at West Claremont's 18. 2.28 and rolling to go in the fourth quarter. West Claremont. I like Ethan Lund trying to climb the ladder for that one.
1: Just a tad off there. Almost able to hold that in there and then fall back out of bounds.
0: It's a single back formation with the shotgun with a pair of right receivers on both sides on fourth down. Aquilino fakes it to the left and trying to dance his way past three Wolves. And he's not going much Farther forward, he's knocked down past the line of scrimmage and that will give the ball to West Claremont on downs. First ten, West Claremont ball spotted at about the 35 yard line of the Wolves. The clock continues to tick down with 1.48 to go in the fourth.
1: Should be the, barring any unforeseen turnovers, this should probably be the final drive of the game here would expect. And what a job here done by West Claremont! one time. They fall behind 7-0 on the road. Nice crowd on hand tonight and battle through all of that going a 41-0 score, uh, streak the rest of the game here. On answer points.
0: First and 10 at the 23 of the Wolves. They'll run one more play that time. It's handled by quarterback Nolan Lucas. And Lucas gets a handoff. And a pickup of two by the running back, landing to the left. They get second and eight at the Wolves, 24. One minute left. West Claremont will improve to two and four in the season. That's back-to-back wins for WC. And Loughlin will fall to 0-6 and 0-3 and and in ECC before they make the trip to Turpin next week. Second and eight now for West Claremont with the quarterback, Lucas, under center. It's a handoff. Not much doing going forward for the Wolves that time. That's Josh Hogan, a junior running back with the carry.
1: And now they, uh, West Claremont does not have to run another play. We'll see if they do. They're lined up with a 50. i anticipate this will probably be the final play. They are waving them off the field here, so I think they're gonna shake hands and that'll be it.
0: Your final score tonight, the West Claremont Wolves 41 and the Loveland Tigers 7. And the Wolves have proved a two and one in Eastern Cincinnati Conference play. Loveland falls to 0 and three in the ECC and 0 and six overall. West Claremont now two and four as the teams meet up at midfield. And that's the final. 41-7, Wolves win it here on ESP Media powered by SideOn Sports. Kyle, what were your thoughts on that match?
1: That was a good uh, good start there for Loveland there tonight. Got out to a good seven nothing late here, able to Getting uh, make their home crowd happy for the first quarter, but then from on beyond that, West Claremont just uh, brought their A game. I guess they able to get the ball through the air tonight, uh, able to do it on the ground, and you name it. Defensively, able to make some nice stops. Uh, You get a I like the effort here from West Claremont to go on the road and and fall behind early and still rally and really dominate the rest of the game for lack of a better term. There,
0: good set of the last three quarters for WC. They come away with a 41-7 victory against the Loveland Tigers. Now, if you're Loveland, you have Turpin on the road next week. Turpin 5-0 overall, 2-0 in ECC play, and they're one of the two teams in the ECC that are bound for a playoff spot for Turpin to be their first in three years. What do you say to the Tigers to focus on a tough Spartan squad on the road?
1: Well, for one, I think you got to uh, keep the keep the long, sustained drives. Uh, you saw your defense on the field almost all night, and it seemed like that that's really what won we're them down at the end. They had a couple of nice, quick scores there for West Claremont, but for, overall they were able to drive the length of the field here and keep the defense on the field for most of the game. That's uh, I think it's a warm out, and this is something I'm going to have to improve next week.
0: Speaking of Turpin, they're leading 39-7 to in the third quarter at Walnut Hills. So the Spartans... Plus, there's a large Eagles takeover. I mean, the Turpin Spartans will be 6-0 and 3-0, hosting the Loveland Tigers. Trying to look at some other scores in the ECC. Anderson up big over Milford, now 41-13. Was 14-13 in the second quarter. Now 41-13, the Redskins on top. That's a very potent Anderson offense that Loveland's gonna see in week 10 on the road.
1: Yeah, it'd be a tough team to take on. Next week it'd be tough with Turpin as well. Uh, but, you know, maybe don't over- overlook yourselves here. I mean, it's a tough matchup against Turpin next week, but there's a lot of talent in this team here. It'll be a tough contest, but pieces it all together next week here. You could uh, give them the first loss next week.
0: And in the fourth quarter, currently it's 56 21 Kings at Withrow, And the Knights looking to pick up their first ECC win. This Loveland team will see them on the road in a couple weeks, but. Like we mentioned, Loveland's at Turpin next week, and of course we'll have that call for you from THS next week there at seven. It'll be Kyle Howard and myself, Lee W. Mallon, with the calls for you there. Kyle, any final words before we say good night?
1: Yeah, we appreciate you all listening in tonight. And a tough loss here for Loveland tonight at home, but uh, they're going to get uh, back on the road against Turpin next week. we will come back for a home game uh, the week fa- the following week as well, and uh, next week at see a good Turpin team so obviously want to get some good offensive drives work on look at some things on the film this week here and get back on track next week
0: your file tonight West Claremont Wolves 41 Loveland Tigers 7 for Kyle Howard I'm Lee W. Mowen saying so long and we'll talk to you again next Friday where Loveland travels to Turpin in another Eastern Cincinnati Conference matchup until then ladies and gentlemen good night